It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Prime Minister's 11 uh, against Pakistan down there at Manika Oval. Six for 341, the PM's 11. So Shan Masood, the captain, is still at the crease, not out. 167, and Jordan Buckingham continues. No wickets fallen uh, this morning, three for 63. Rob Quiney is on the line with a lot going on in the world of cricket. G'day, Rob. There's more than a lot, Nutty, at the moment. This is ridiculous. It doesn't stop, but it's, it's awesome. It's this time of year. Um, it's the silly season, so like, let's embrace it. It's funny, mate. We just played the grab from Ricky this morning on Sunrise, and he, and he said, oh, you know, you don't want controversy like this happening before a test series. And I just made the point, I think, mate, Cricket Australia wouldn't be unhappy about it. Um, you know, it, it is two former... It is, well, a former player and a current player, and in Mitch Johnson's case, going pretty hard about all this. And it and it's always sad to see, I reckon, when, when uh, teammates or ex-teammates have a falling out. However, in terms of talking points towards the first test and the test series for Pakistan as well, it's fueling the fire. Well, isn't this the saying any publicity is good publicity? And yep. um, in, in terms of probably people's approach to um, the two teams that are out here this summer, there might be, a, and especially after the, I guess, the winter and, and summer we've had, like the India Test Series, the Ashes, unfortunately for the, you know, for society, it, it might be like, ugh, you know, the, the excitement isn't really there for the Test Series. So, so maybe this has given a little bit of impetus that we, that we need in the Test Series. But, you know, touching on the... PM's game, you know, Pakistan are making really good work and, and light work of the LDA bowling attack, so it might be more competitive than we think. Yeah, another wicket's just fallen, and Jordan Buckingham's taken it. So four wickets now for young Jordan. I watched his You're first fired, over while I was Buckingham. on air. Yeah, mate, while I was on air yesterday, I, I watched his first over in particular, and it was just, you know, world-class nut after world-class nut, and he got a wicket at the end of it. So a wicket maiden to start, um, but another wicket's fallen. But there's plenty of runs down there, and that leads us to the discussion around Harris, Bancroft, Renshaw. And I reckon we've got to throw Cameron Green into this mix as well because when we talk about these players, we're talking about life after David Warner at the top of the order for Australia. Do you see this as a, as a, as a shootout, a bat-off between Renshaw, Bancroft and Harris in particular? Or do you see this as a good opportunity for Cameron Green to say, don't forget about me, I could perhaps go up there? No, I think it's it's a bit of a culmination of the summer. Um, you know, previous discussions that these guys have had with George Bailey and Andrew McDonald, I, I don't think it comes down to just one game. Uh, I think we, we isolate it because, one, it's obviously against Pakistan, and two, that there's no more longer format games until, you know, that first test against West Indies. So uh, I, I think that's where, um, I guess, the importance, and, and as I said, everything gets isolated. I, I dare say all three of those guys you mentioned, plus Cam Green, 
know roughly where they stand in the, in the pecking order. Um, and so, you know, you could, I guess Harrison Renshaw's probably a bit dry, lean run coming into those last Shield games. Um, but pardon the pun, all three of them have got runs on the board in, in international and in Sheffield Shield fixtures. So, you know, Bancroft leading the charge from a runs perspective. Harris is, you know, it seemed like he was the next cab off the rank. So there's a lot of, lot of time to play out. Um, but, you know, for, if you're one of those three players, and sorry, I keep throwing green in there as well, you would look at this as an opportunity to really sort of rubber stamp yourself and go, hey, I'm not going to let you pick, you know, one of the other two. You're going to pick me when that time comes. So it is, it is I, get, I reckon all three of them will be feeling that added pressure to know that um, if they can score a big score here, it will assist with what's happened throughout the summer. And... I don't know what um, a couple and the like. I know Harris, you know Marcus Harris quite well, and they all seem like really good guys. But it could be an opportunity to to call a bit of a yes no uh, when the other at the other end as well to make sure that um, there's less competition. So uh, I know that happened probably a little bit more 30 years ago, probably less less now. But there's an opportunity. Oh, geez, you're harsh, mate. You, you're harsh. Just run him out at the other end. I, I, we did the SEN cricket launch, and I said this to my listeners earlier, Rob, that um, Caddo was there last night. So Simon Caddich and Dougie Bollinger were there, and we were discussing a whole heap of things. And and Cat's thoughts about this in terms of opening life post David Warner and the guys that we're discussing was, I'll generalise what he said, was effectively... If selectors haven't worked out now between Harris, Bancroft and Renshaw, they're never really going to work it out. They, they, they sort of gone, well, hang on a second. We, none, of us have, none of you guys have showed us enough. And that's why he would lean towards Cameron Green because the upside of a Cameron Green at this stage of his career, turn him into an opener, we know what he can do and he's a generational player. They're going to have him there for the long term. So the more that Simon spoke last night, honestly, I was going, you know what, all this is making a bit more sense to me um, that perhaps Cameron Green could be an outside-of-the-box option. Yeah, I reckon, to Caddo's point, I reckon they've got the whiteboard markers up. They've got the names on the whiteboard, what they think, and, and there might be weeks where that changes a little bit, and I reckon that's where they've obviously come with the test squad. Um, but in terms of those three guys in particular... I don't mind there being a bit of an outside name from your traditional openers with those three guys. I don't think it's fair on Cam Green to, to throw him up to open. I think we saw what happened with Aaron Finch, who was a middle-order bat. There was only one spot. They, they wanted to play him, and he played. He did well in, in Dubai, but then unfortunately, you know, missed out here. And then we didn't see him in Test cricket again. And, I, and I'm just... I want to make sure that, you know, you look after people like that. I, I'm, I think when Dave Warner first came onto the scene and he was picked as an opening bat for Test cricket, I think a lot of us went, "Whoa, you know, opening bats aren't meant to take the game on that much." We, you know, we saw Matty Hayden do it at the sort of back end of his career, but we just thought, "Oh, geez, but Dave Warner's a T20 player. Like, how's he going to go in the opening spot?" And we've seen over the last decade how well he's gone. And who's to say that someone like a, a Travis Head or a Mitch Marsh couldn't do it? They they bat in the top order in their Shield teams, respectively. Um, and maybe that, that sort of non-traditional opener could, could come from there. I mean, if, if Head and Marsh are in the same team, essentially playing a similar aggressive attacking role, then you could mix it up one at the top and one through the middle. So um, I'm, not, I'm not just pigeonholing it has to be those three. Uh, I'd, I'd probably go from those three if I was a selector, but there's definitely scope for other people who are a bit left, left the field, if that makes sense. 
and there's another name too that we've got to remember that Australian selectors in reality thought that they, they already had penciled in for this moment whenever it arrives, after or during the Pakistan series or into the West Indies series, and that's Will Pukowski. And because of the concussion reasons, etc., we haven't got to that stage yet. So th- they didn't think that they would be in this position quite possibly um, by the time that David Warner's exit from the Test Arena came out. So that that's one to watch. On to BBL and the issue of load management, we've gone through the fact that Scotty Boland can't play for the Stars in the opener tonight. He's a headline act. He should be there. He, he's unlikely to be in that first Test team against Pakistan, which is a week away. And as David Saker said, is four overs really going to kill him? Load management, I've had my say on it earlier this morning, and we've heard from Simon O'Donnell as well. What's your take on on how the game is handling load management at all levels? Oh, that's a really tough question, Matty. I, I look. I, I look and say, well, surely CA are you doing some things well? If, if you've got the if you've got um, Stark, Hazelwood and Cummins, and I know Hazelwood had a couple injuries in the last four months, being on the park for as long as they have, maybe they've managed the loads quite well. I think if you're a fringe bowler, you just want to bowl and, and get wickets and get your, your name back out there. I think the ultimate, and this is a hard one, because I dare say if you ask most of those bowlers, I'm sure if you ask Scotty Boland, he would want to play. He would probably want to play one or two more Shield games in the build-up to this as well. Um, he probably sees the relevance in, in resting and, and load management. But I'm pretty confident most of these bowlers want to bowl so that they get into a rhythm and a routine. And so if they do get picked, they're, they're right to go. They're, they're just jumping out of their skin and they've had overs under the belt. They've got wickets in, the, in their pockets and they're right to go. So that's, that's out of my realm. I, I, I think you want to see the best players playing all the time. And if, if someone like Scotty's in the Stars' best lineup. I agree with Sakes. Like, you know, it's four overs and, you know, you can manage that stuff. He's been around. He knows his own body. Um, and, and, you know, we talked about with a big bash. We want the best players. We want the headlines. We want the names to be playing so that there's an extra 20% of bums on seats. There's an extra 15% on, you know, watching TV because I want to see a Kawaja face Scotty Boland at the Gabba, mm. you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, but when it comes to the sports science, that's out of my, that's out of my pay grade. Um, but we want to see the... the we want to see those guys playing. And I think ultimately it comes down to how the bowler feels. And if, you know, if, if, that, if they're frustrated, then we can probably share their frustration. So tonight, Heat v Stars. Tomorrow, Sixers against Renegades um, is the start of BBL 13 and the Perth Scorchers, of course, the defending champions. Going to leave it there, Rob. My last day on air for a few weeks, mate. So it's oh, been yeah. wonderful to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to sit back and listen and, and watch. So enjoy your summer of cricket. Have a great, uh, uh, great Christmas and a wonderful new year, mate. And I look forward to speaking to you next season. You too, Matty. Take care. Enjoy Christmas. And, you know, the same to all the listeners. Good on you. Rob Quiney joining us there. Um, yeah, with some interesting points around load management and, and the Australian Openers debate. I mean, there is a heck of a lot going on when you think about um, the cricket, in particular the Test Series that are ahead of us. So many are saying, well, oh, Pakistan and West Indies, and they're right. But think of also how much has been going on this year in the world of cricket and how much is happening at the moment. Seven for 345, Pakistan against the Prime Minister's eleven. Shan Masood is still there. The skipper is unbeaten on 169 and four wickets now for Jordan Buckingham. Four for 65 and he's into his 19th over. We're back after this one.